This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing. But rest assured, you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Leicester Till I Die TV. Watch and subscribe on YouTube and listen on your podcast platform. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Now be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV by subscribing on YouTube and following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on, you foxes! Strap yourself in, because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. Fox fans, how are we doing? You win one, you lose one. You win one, you lose one. It hurts because I did say that I wanted to have taken losing this to have won the cup, but at the end of the day, we won the FA Cup. Now, to me personally, maybe it's because of the age I am, that's great, and I'm and I'm happy we've done that. But the note that I want to start on tonight is how disgusted and embarrassed I am by some Leicester City fans. You know, we, we sit here and we call uh, the fans of other clubs for what they shout, what they post, etc. And yet it still appears in this day and age that Leicester City has its own fair share of Neanderthal fans. Um, 
you know, there's enough warnings in the group about using foul language to other members and about player, staff, management, whatever. But some of you not having the brains that you were born with still seem hard to understand what that means. Maybe we need to write it down for you in Janet and John style. I put a post up when we lost saying, yep, we lost. Um, we won the cup game. We was, lost the league game and we turned into Tottenham. Well, we did turn into Tottenham. That scene at the end was embarrassing by the Leicester fans and uh, Leicester players. And we'll come on to that in a second. Ricardo seemed to have it in for Chilwell from the get-go as soon as he came on. But that was reminiscent of the Battle of the Bridge last season. And this is typical of some fans coming on the group and just saying, what a stupid comment. Well, I'll tell you what stupid is. Stupid is not having the brains you were born with to come back with an argument, a discussion. And just saying, it's like those that say, oh, that's a stupid comment because it was from the sun. You know, you, it just shows the lack of brains and the lack of intelligence that you have in being able to actually comment on anything. That person has been removed from the group. Two or three others have been swearing about players, um, about a certain player in particular. They've got 24-hour mutes. In this day and age, read the rules of the group. We will not take abuse of any description. It is simple. I don't go for numbers. I watch who I allow in this group. I don't mind kicking out everybody if need be. When you learn to put your brain into gear before you comment and add something constructive to the group, because if you can't add anything constructive to the group, basically, we don't want you. And that is that is the end of it. Um, you know. That said, you know, we weren't there tonight. Um it's a i think i think it was alan smith said or the commentator said revenge gives you an extra 10 percent and chelsea wanted that and let's be honest with you it was 2-1 it could have been five or six nil it really really could um such is life um it's still not a bad season is it <laughs> this is lester till i die good evening how are you feeling you are watching and listening to Chris and Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube and your favourite podcasts. We are, we are on Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube. Please give us a subscribe. That would be great. Uh, Facebook, Lester Till I Die, the group. And if you live in the Twitter sphere, at Lester TID. Look, I'm going to bring, um, so I can feel myself seething, to be honest with you, at some of the comments that were that were up there. Um, it was just sort of not needed. But uh, I'm going to calm down because I'm going to bring uh, a man of the cloth in. And he'll make sure that I don't use any swear words myself. And uh, let's bring him in and say, good evening, brothers. Good evening, Chris. Uh, yeah, that was uh, that was uh, a good message to send out. It's not tolerated on it. Just to reiterate your words, mate, it's not tolerated in the group. Uh, it was unfortunately, it was brought to my attention on, on a stream before, which I hope it, it was no one in this group. But um, I, I, I assume he was all about Chelsea fans as well. But apparently, you know, when Daniel Amati did that, you know, chucked, chucked the Chelsea like yeah. thing. I can't think what it's called. Me, me, me mind's gone. When he chucked it over his shoulder. Yeah. No matter what you thought of Daniel Amati's actions and whether you, you say um, he was silly, etc., that's totally fine. Doesn't 
no, you don't. You, what you don't do is come out and be racist. So if there is, you know, if you're one of them people that's going to be like that, don't eat, don't just to do do Chris who doesn't need the stress and and do everybody here at Leicester to die a favour and just hit unsubscribe because we don't want you in our group if you're that way. You know, if you're yeah. going to throw racist remarks to get your point across or have to swear every two words, there's no point. If you if you can you can make a point and not be derogative towards anybody or racist. So to those of you that are totally agree, Brad. Yeah. To those of you that are wonderful all the time, thank you very much. May your support continue. You know, this is this is one of those that goes out to anybody that is one of them very few miners that unfortunately pretend to represent the club. Yes. I mean, got to be honest with you. I, I obviously admin the group. Brad is my moderator in the group. He knows my standards. The rules are clearly printed in the group. They're on the web page as well. Um, they're there. It is about banter, and we will not take in this day and age abuse of any sort, racist, sexist, religious, whatever. Certain words are banned. Any swear word is immediately highlighted and is immediately removed well, whatever context it's in usually. But, yeah, I mean, tonight it's just... I don't know what I'm going to go back to when we finished on here, Brad, but uh, we, 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 there was a game that broke out in the middle of it all and and, and, and you could do it with Sylvester Stallone at the end because let, let's get that out of the way first. And, unfortunately, I'm old enough to remember football in the 70s when we ended up talking about crowd violence more than the actual game itself. Mm. And... But tonight, I find myself talking about player violence. Amartya, you mentioned before, and I, I, I'm, I'm not talking about the players, I'm talking about the players. I don't care where they're from, red, pink, white, yellow, green with blue dots on. You know, he, he got booked and he was sat on the subs bench. I mean, it was, from a Leicester point of view, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm going to say it now, it was embarrassing. You know what it was, and it was embarrassing on both behalves. Um, but unfortunately, it was the response a lot of Leicester fans were going against. You know, and anyone that watched the pre-show know, I was actually quietly confident going to the game. Shows what I know. But you know, <laughs> I, I we know nothing, Brad. We know nothing. Yeah, but it was just one of them. Unfortunately, it went the way a lot of people predicted. And I don't know. I, yeah. I probably deep down there was somewhere that I knew that was a strong possibility, but. It was what it was. The handbags at dawn was probably yeah. the most entertaining part of our performance because it just showed, you know, unfortunately the FA, well, the cup final curse struck again with Leicester in, in, in regards that we won it. So, of course, we play the same opposition two days, three days later and well, two days later and we lose it. It so always seems really, that. Yeah, I never really think it's a good idea to have those matches like that because it does carry over bad feeling i think you know I mean, when you have home and away legs in matches why do they have the two weeks between you know when they can and i think it is to give any you know any any bad feeling that happened a bit of a a, a rest um jennifer says here something must have been said to wine indeed and amati up well i'm sorry yeah you you walk away you know, and yeah. and you walk off the pitch these days if it was of a certain, and that's easy for us to say, Saturday. Let's be honest with you, uh, it was the pressure. Um, David, Chris, we were not at the races today. We we weren't. We weren't. You know, uh, it, it's 
we, we haven't got a big squad, let's be honest with you. Madison, I was surprised at the lineup. We spoke before the game, didn't we, Brad? We were surprised yeah. at the lineup. But there was a lot of tired legs out there. Um, you know, yeah, we, we, yeah. And when you look at the players that Chelsea brought, you know, changed round, and there's always going to be changes because otherwise, you know, everybody knows what everybody else is going to do for when we've only just played each other. But I did feel, you know, when when you look at who they can bring on and who we can bring on, and our you know, the players that we bring on clearly aren't fully fit yet. You know, it, it kind of sums it up, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. And look, and Chelsea were actually clever, very clever tonight. I thought they were, they were the right kind of revenge nasty. They didn't quite cross the line. They they were fierce and strong and really hustled and bustled. And they got they got in Leicester's head. So they 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 felt really stung. I mean, if you actually watch their players' um, post match reaction, they were stone faced. They were seething. They were really annoyed. In, in the manner they performed on the day and their feelings about the end outcome, obviously, it's always hard, no matter how the decision is. But VAR got it right. Um, they were obviously seething because of the Perez thing that happened in the final. And they yeah. went about it with a little bit of grit and a little bit of nastiness in there, you know, winding the players up. Rudiger was at it all game. You know, and, and that's just what they do. That's credit to them. I mean, would we not have done anything similar? been winding them up and getting in their faces if it if we'd have lost the final yeah. and want me yeah, yeah. to win this game. So I, I can't even be moan Chelsea for that. I'm not gonna say that's the reason we lost the game. I've not I've no I've not I've we not were, called we any of the Chelsea players or, or team on and I've got to sit here and say, Well done Chelsea. You were yeah, the they best won the team. Battle. They won you the know. psychological yeah. battle. And but they the also won but they also won the battle on the pitch as in the game on the pitch because yeah. they were like they were like Mike Tyson playing um, uh, Frank Bruno. You know, it, it was it, they came at us from the, the get go, and they it was like they were hitting with punch after punch after punch from the first two or three minutes, and oh, yeah. we were you could see what the result was going to be. I think from the first two or three minutes, to be honest with you. Yeah, but there was there was a thing is that you know football. Being football and Leicester being Leicester, mm. when it got to half time at nil nil, I actually still was feeling fairly confident. I thought this is just this is going the same way the FA Cup did at mm. a higher level, at a higher intensity, obviously, because Chelsea were a lot more dominant than they were in the first half in the FA yeah. Cup. They were a lot more dominant tonight. And, you know, they seem to be able to do a lot more with the ball in that final third tonight. But, you know, just that Twins said, the way it's been going for Chelsea and it's been rolling for them, I bet you if you asked a few Chelsea fans at half-time, they, they would have had it in the back of their mind that Leicester might still come away with this because we haven't done it in the first half. Yeah. In the end, in the end, they did com- pretty much completely dominate for 90 minutes. It, 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 it took one... It, it took a substitute change, a formation change, and a bit of spark in, up front to get us back into the game. But in the end, rightfully deserved for Chelsea to come away with three points. And they did what teams have done to Leicester so many times this season. Going right back to one of our first Europa League games at the start of the season. This, I think it was Athens, score as soon as... Um, as soon as the, the second half kicks off, we seem to still be in yeah. the dressing room. And just Although to reiterate Rudiger the has point, an annoying record against us, doesn't he? That's his third goal in like three games against us. 
I don't know what Rudiger eats when before he plays us, but he goes striker mode. That's his third yeah. goal. It's that mask. It's that mask. Yeah. So I'll say, and I'm just looking at Sean Melia's post here, and you know, I, I'm just removing that and the, the the language again. You know, the lad has no respect. You know, but that's fine. Say that some if you don't think somebody's going to respect, but do not call the name Sean Melia. Sean Melia, I'm going to say it now. You are a child with the brains of a five year old. Grow up and learn to use the English language, mate. There we go. Anyway, <laughs> Luca, um, an Arsenal fan. Good evening, Luca. Thanks for joining us. Um, you say here you, you, you lost means no Champions League for you. No, it's not over yet. You know, Liverpool have got to go to Burnley, and you know that's not going to be easy because Burnley will have the fans. I lived there for twenty years, and that ground. If it's you know at a night yeah. game, if it's a cold and wet and rainy, um, but you do make the good point here, Luca. Maybe I think we possibly were hung over from the cup final. I know we went straight into training the next day, but you know it. it we do need we do need to build this squad up, don't we? Yeah, of course, still needs a few tweaks in there. There's a few players that will probably not be here. Well. Most likely won't be here next season, and there is always the possibility. Even with top four, there is always an outside possibility. Despite the stance that we can hold on 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 player values, there is a possibility we may need to replace a big name player. I find it highly unlikely whether we finish fourth or finish fifth. I think the un unity of the main squad will stay together, but we will need to build on this squad for next season. And yeah, the, the the top four certainly isn't gone. It certainly isn't over yet either. It's not been anywhere near as predictable as everybody thought the season could have been, you know. And look, Chelsea Chelsea got what every team's going to get this season, and that's great. I'm going to say it's a plus to be hearing. Is they got that extra mental boost hearing their fans. You know, we talked about it, didn't we, saying that sometimes maybe when you've got no voice as a support to get you, pick you up when you're down, it's very difficult to to do it. And and that's why, you know, fans are classed as the 12 men. And it just showed what football's been missing that edge mm. in certain games. So that's what it is. You know, Liverpool, like you say, go to Burnley, could easily lose that game. And then yes. we've got Tottenham. And then we've got Tottenham I mean, at home. They, they they got, you know, through against West Brom thanks to, you know, the goalkeeper going up. And I'm not, I can't criticise the performance because they have only just played to, you know, literally a couple of days ago. Um, and like we said before, FA Cup, all three points tonight. And I said right from the start, I want, you know, I will take the FA Cup. And I'm just looking for it here and I'm just going to try and, I don't know who this is. Um, he's not stuck his name on. But, yeah, Very FA happy, Cup yeah, and fifth, should it be, surely we must be happy. Personally, I'm ecstatic if that's what happens. Yeah. Then the day, there's not there's, there's not a single Leicester fan here that isn't lying to us and themselves if they turn around and say they were. We're thinking, we'll win the FA Cup and get top four. 
If yeah. you said to me, in if you said to me, yeah, then no, that's very true. Chelsea could draw with Villa. Just you know, it, it anything still literally, it, it's the phrase anything could happen on that final day, but and that then that's you know that's the magic of football. But it's just one of them, isn't it? Today at the end of the day. In August, if someone yeah. said to me, Brad, you, your team's going to come fifth and win the FA Cup, I'll snap your hand off, take the ticket, where do I sign? And if there's only Leicester fan that says, no, nah, I always said we we top four, top four, top four in FA Cup. Okay, fair enough. If that's what you genuinely believe, fair play. If you've got a bet on it as well, fair play. But you'd have been happy with fifth before a ball was even kicked this season. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and again, I, you know... I... I'm just questioning the the intelligence of some of the fans. Going back to my return into Tottenham remark, uh, Dave Hansford said Yeah, he's gone, did I miss Tottenham winning a cup lately? No, but you missed them fighting at Chelsea at the end of last season, at the end of 15-16, I mean, obviously, didn't you? I sometimes think that I have to dumb down my comments so that some Leicester fans can actually understand what I think the thing is... I think the thing is, is because um, I think it's just something that's misinterpreted, though, mate. I think it's just pe- some fans like that are seeing it as because when we've dropped points before, a lot of fans remind fans that we turn around and said to Tottenham that we we they bottled it, and you know because it, it is Tottenham bottle spur, and some fans like to think that every time you mention Tottenham, it's it's a case of. Of, oh, you're saying Leicester bottle it, and I, th- I think that sometimes there can be confusion with that because I, I saw it and I instantly knew what you meant, mate, because it was very similar. Not just the way it happened, but the timing of it. It was almost mimicked yeah. that that little scrap that Tottenham and 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 Chelsea had on that game. So yeah, it just some some fans be assured that Chris meant it in the way of the, the handbags at dawn at the end, not. Referring to suggest that we bottled it. If you watch the show as well, you know his opinions on it for weeks and mine. Yes, we've never been yes. less than bottled top four with 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 the questions we've been asked. So, yeah, tune in more as well. Hit that subscribe button so you don't so you know these feelings that we have. So you can call us out on it if we ever are wrong. You know what I mean? I think what Brad um, to me. I think Brendan might have looked at this and thought Tottenham at the end of the week is more of a must-win game than Chelsea because if we lose, you know, we, we could be in the position where we need to win against Tottenham and yeah. we've got some players that are coming from the cup final that might have, might have been tight. Well, we saw them today. They looked like they were playing in mud, didn't they? They were absolutely knackered, some of them. And they gave their all on, 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 on Saturday night. And I just wonder whether they were rested. And he's thinking the important what game is possibly the Tottenham game. The thing is, and the one thing that, that Brendan would have wanted tonight was... Um, he probably planned to know exactly what was going on. Chelsea had lost the final. He knew how they responded. And the lads the lads and the backroom staff did all they could. They had every right to celebrate the um you know the FA Cup to, for obvious reasons. And they still managed to get back late to the hotel on that same night and, and were training since. So you know, it's not like 
the effort was gone. But we all sat here after the game and anyone that talked about it and when you were probably asked, oh, I think you're going to get on tonight. Maybe a few of you like me were cautiously optimistic, thinking we could actually still win the game. And there's probably a lot of you that did score predictions that said Chelsea will come back. This will, they'll bite us um, for feeling in the sting of losing the FA Cup final. And probably a lot of you went with either as drawing or losing tonight. And at the end of the day, in a weird way, they really did put the effort in, but it was a completely knackered effort. It was a knackered, exhausted thing because we as fans know how much they put their bodies through on that game. They, they put that FA Cup first and foremost for us fans, yeah. for the owners uh, and for themselves. They did it for the whole of Leicester and they deserve everything they get. I tell you what, I, in the end, we've somehow come away with that, with a decent um, scoreline, because the one thing we didn't want to do was lose the game. Obviously, you don't want to do that anyway, but if you're going to no. lose the game, I've always said there's ways to lose the game. And yes. if Timo Werner could stand on side and, and score with his feet and not his arm, it might have been a different scoreline. But then today, we've lost 2-1. Perez, mm. we'll get on to that could have nicked the most unlikeliest point ever, but sod's law at the end of the day. I'm not even mad with Perez in a way, in a weird way. No. Yes, I thought it was awfully missed, but I'm not actually mad at him because we wouldn't have deserved it. We'd have still nicked it, but that would have just defined Leicester in a nutshell, wouldn't it? We, we, you know? we've, so, sat, we've sat here 38 times this season for the league. And then, yeah, uh, and then some. Plus Europa and, and FA. And we've berated... Chelsea, um, sorry, Chelsea. We berated Leicester players when we've lost to Fulham, uh, lost to Aston Villa, uh, Leeds. I, you know, Leeds. You know, I can, I Newcastle. You know, yeah. and I, I, I've sat here on many and many occasions, haven't have I not, and said like, you know, come on, with the real Leicester, please stand up because it's been awful. But I don't feel tonight and it wasn't the best performance by a long chalk and we'll come on to oh, sort of the player ratings and what have you but i just don't think they deserve it today because it it's in the whole big scheme of things as bad as it was i kind of understand it tonight yeah and i think that's the thing that that uh i think most leicester fans would have seen and I know we all react differently after the game and some some people maybe just bite a bit of the tongue and and come back to us in 15 minutes. We all need yeah. to let off steam. Don't blame you. It's always disappointing to lose. Even in this acceptance, it's still disappointing we lost because we would have loved to have nicked a point in that game. We'd have loved to have won it, obviously. But yeah, sometimes you have to manage a situation and you look at how, how that helped Chelsea's mentality as well. You know, when Rudiger made that challenge and then kept it in and that... He absorbed the crowd. If Leicester go into the game against Spurs and they've lost here four or five nil tonight, they don't take it. You know, they they may be yeah. that's not the result that we want. What we want to see is we found a way to fight near the end, literally, unfortunately, as well as figuratively. I think they got <laughs> the wrong message, maybe near the end. Yeah. And that's just passion. And that is it was stupid, silly, indecisive, wrong, but it was passion. Because it was Rudiger getting mouthy. Indeed, yeah. he knew he'd done wrong. Ricardo and Chilwell were throwing handbags at each other. It's just passion. It's yeah. aggression. And Chelsea out. Just did. Chelsea got the only... edge on Leicester tonight just, because of the mental drain. 
just making uh, a comment on that on on the um uh you know the boxing fight at the end i mean i think we were very lucky that we we didn't lose any players off the pitch because that would have messed us up for the tournament yeah. I, I when i saw him book a marty and I thought, yeah, okay, Marty, you should have kept your ass on your seat and kept out of it. But I mean, yeah, there was yeah. Chowdhury was Chowdhury had jumped in as well. I mean, you know, again, Scrubby. you know, Chowdhury, yeah, Chowdhury well, was what, pulling away. Chowdhury you know, was trying to pull him away. To right, be okay, fair. fair enough then, Chowdhury. I, I, I apologise, anyway. but I, 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 it just looks bad when you look at it, don't you? But of course, yeah. When when a Marty sat down, I honestly thought that the ref was going to go and get a red card out. <laughs> I was like thinking like, who's he going to send off? This is really, we are doing a Tottenham and we are losing it before the end of the season with a game to go. Um, but, you know, thank, 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 fingers crossed with the ref that was there. I was very surprised we didn't lose anybody. Um, yeah. I just want to go back to this point, David. I, I brought it up before. Um a waste of space, Perez. I mean, you you know from watching us, David, week in, week out here, that we're not the biggest fans of Perez. You know, he's hot, he's cold, you know. And sometimes to me, and I'm not defending him here, I mean, you know, we, we should have scored that at the end. But, some, you know, do you want a player who, and I'm not saying this is Perez, but bear with me here, Brad. Do we want a player that is at that level every single week? Or do you want a player that's down here, up there, down there, up there, down there, up there, you, that you don't know? We spoke to the Chelsea fan before in the pre-match, didn't we? And we, I asked him about Werner. You know, we, what, what does the... What does the guy, you know, Tuchel see in Werner? Because, you know, he couldn't score in the proverbial, you know, ladies' parlour. And yet he's picked every time and stuck up front. These managers see something in these players that we don't. And they see something that Rogers will send him out to do a particular job. And maybe he's doing that job for Rogers. We just don't know what necessarily that job is. That said, he should have put the ball in the net at the end. Well, I'd much rather. I would rather take someone that can stay on the feet, op operate better for us in that central role or, you know, which he's now obviously been given, you know, Brendan Rodgers has gone, right, all right, the right wing experiment didn't, didn't work. It's not panning out. I'm going to give you your wish, but you're going to get less and less game time than you would if you stuck it out as a right winger. They've obviously had that discussion. And guess what? He still can't play. He still mm. can't play. I, I think you're very right. I'm sorry. I want him, you know, and yeah. people might say you're a bit, and you know what? People might say, oh, you're a bit of a hypocrite, Brad, because I supported him in the act show from day one. Even when he's really frustrated me, I've still backed him. But I saw more within the act show when he was off form, when he wasn't in the starting 11, that gave me something and said, there's no way he can't come good. Perez, we got the warning, we got the memo from Newcastle, and we still signed him. He has been playing, he's been out of position was the reason he wasn't any good. Fair dues, okay, let's play him in this position, exactly like Brendan's done. Guess what? He still don't do it for me at this level. He still doesn't do it for me at this level. And by level, I mean a team that is European. 
base every season. You know, yeah. that's what their target is. That's what our target is. You know, you know yeah. and, and just before anyone comes at me, European-based means, yes, I'm not saying top four. I'm saying European-based. He's not at the calibre to no. play that role. Send, send him to Crystal Palace. He might do really well. Yeah. That might be his level. I'm not saying he can't be a success at Premier League, but he's not cutting the mustard less. And he proved it tonight. Just going to say to Dave in the group who's posted that he thought the group was about having an opinion. Yes, it is about having the opinion, but it's also about having respect uh, for your fellow members in that opinion and not using the F word every third word and, and actually contributing your opinion to the group and not just, just saying, well, what you've said is shite isn't an opinion. It's childish. So, you know, it, I can I can see that the the stones were moved today, and all the uh, all, all the uh, uh, beetles and what have you came out. The dung beetles came out from underneath them. Um, yeah, I mean, David, there, welcome along. He said, indeed, he was going to. He was worried, indeed, he was going to pick up a stupid uh, second yellow. Exactly what I was just saying before. Um, Perez magic thigh won us the FA Cup. Yeah, he's got a magic thigh. Um, not yeah. not what uh, Soyuncu's got. Soyuncu's got something else. But we won't go. We won't go on to that one. Um, <laughs> but in, in regards to that fight at the end, just quickly, and because this is something I don't really find myself saying, and I know a lot of fans aren't the biggest fans of him, but I'm not normally one of them when he refs Mike Dean. You know, he's, he can be comical yeah. at times, but that's about yeah. it. I've got to say, don't shoot me, but credit to Mike Dean for the way he handled that. Because mm -hmm. Mike Dean had two options. And let's face it, he, he did have two options. He could have, A, give a stronger punishment to Ricardo if they what, either had to check VAR because the studs mm -hmm. on Ricardo, he, he, he said no, leave it at a yellow. He was happy with the yellow to award a card and not check it. He dealt the punishment out. He could have sent Ndidi off. He mm -hmm. could have send uh, Rudiger off for a second booking because he he was the one pushing and shoving. He could he had the choice. I'm sending three or four players off and maybe a couple of backroom staff or I leave the players out of it. I leave them to the little handbags. I can spit the dummy out afterwards. I'll leave them alone. I'll deal with the staff that have got out of hand. Yeah. He, he spoke to Style. He spoke to some of them. He made his decision, and instead of going red card, red card, red card, you know, and again go going even further into chaos, you know, mm -hmm. he he decided to let let it go. And now, now you said that, I will uh, I will come out. Now you said that, and and totally agree with you because I thought Mike Dean had a fairly decent game, um, uh, yeah. and and you know he is one that we like to pick on and say. You know, but I, I thought he was all right tonight. He 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 stood up, and whether he was doing what the guy did, who referee was it, Tattenberg, that said he wasn't going to send anybody off in that Tottenham Chelsea game, so that they couldn't accuse so, him yeah. of stopping of stopping Tottenham winning the, the 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 Premier League. I don't know, but at the end of the day, it, it's it's one of those games. We've we've got to look at the whole. We did if we lose the top fourth place, we did not lose that tonight. We've yeah, lost we that, lose that the over the season. season, you know. Yeah. Would you have said, you know, from last season, that Liverpool would have been where Liverpool were six, seven, eight weeks ago? 
No, you'd have said there would be second or third, which would have possibly pushed us out anyway. You know, we, we've had a damn good season in what has been a horrendous season for injuries for all teams. You know, you get in results. I think the know, fixed the rest. Yeah. Newcastle, uh, Leicester, West Brom, Chelsea, Aston Villa, Liverpool, all those games are out there. And they, you know, they, that's been the season. It, it, you just couldn't predict anything. And it was literally weird. I mean, tonight's game, there was actually 31 fouls committed. Now, I don't know if that sounds a lot or not. And I know you don't like stats, but I was surprised. But it was Chelsea had, did 15 fouls. Um, Leicester did 16. Normally with that, I would have expected to have seen the red oh, so card. We, does that mean we get an extra point for winning this game on points for the boxing match at the end? No? <laughs> no. I don't think it was a foul though, was it? You know, but, oh, uh, yeah. no, but I mean, I would have expected to have seen the red. So yeah, like you said, all, all power to Mike Dean for, for doing yeah. that. I mean, but we, we managed to get to half time. We managed that it was sort of we were still holding it at nil nil, and then we came out and you yeah it had been coming, hadn't it? Chelsea's goal had been coming. Yeah, it had, and in a shame, it was kind of typical that it would be the goal machine versus us, Rudiger, that scored the goal. That was his third goal against us, like I said, in three, maybe four games against us in the league. So. You know, you never know, because up until that point, despite Chelsea's dominance, beside, you know, beside the fact that Timo Werner doesn't know what onside is and doesn't know how to score with a body part that's legal in football, <laughs> um, we came in nil-nil. And, you know, like I said, maybe that for about 15 minutes, there were Leicester fans thinking, this is going to go our way. We've had two, we've had three VARs in the space yeah. of a week against Chelsea. <laughs> yeah. And, and then, of course, which, which to be, and I'm going to say this now, all VAR decisions were right. That's including the FA Cup. All VAR decisions were right. So, you know, for them Chelsea fans that were singing, you know what, to VAR, they were really enjoying it. They were right according to the rules that are in place at the moment. Whether you think the rules are wrong is another argument altogether, unfortunately. You can't can't change personal opinion, unfortunately. But people have to accept that they're not going to scrap VAR because they'll just keep tweaking them until it works, which is what they did in rugby, it's what they did in tennis, it's what they did in cricket. So, you know, whether we like it or not, it's consistency has been the question. But that's, again, you forget it's the officials. They're the humans behind it. Mm. You know, unless you're going to program a a robot to know every single rule and regulation and know how to do it itself, you're always going to be there for human error. So... Maybe the rules need to be slightly tweaked and not to a, it's at your own personal preference. Because, uh, you know, we, we always find on here that we end up saying with certain officials, they probably give a free kick. Yes. I've seen it a few times where they go, oh, uh, you know, Uriah Rennie back in the day, for those of you who remember him, oh, he'd have sent him off. Oh, my oh, God, oh, that's making me feel old. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and all that. And, it's one of them where it, to me it can't be on your own opinion if it's a, if it's and ball it's and ball you've just got to make it in a way where it's not like well if you've got a thread of your shoulder off your shirt touching your arm and it flicks off your hair but it's not raised then it's not handball you know because they make they're making something simple really too confusing at times and they do the same with the offside rule 
you know, they just need to mm. tweak the rules so the humans that use it can get more right than wrong in, 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 in the eyes of it. Yes. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. Um, I disagree with any decision over the past two games through VAR. Mm. Talking to VAR, as we are, um, penalty. Yeah, it was penalty. It was in the box of the original contact. Mm-hmm. It's one of them that I I always hate. If that had have imagine that without VAR, Chelsea would have got a free kick, right? And that's one mm-hmm. of them that I hate to reiterate that referees need to be level on coming together on these decisions. Because that's one of them you'd have heard a commentator said, Oh, but would he give a penalty in the box? I don't think so. And it's like foul's a foul. You said it's a free you know one of them where you would you could, the argument was the only reason VAR was looking at that as long as it did was to decide whether they thought that foul was worthy of being a penalty or was it a free kick. And because the contact was in the box and it was already mm. given as a free kick, it originally, yeah. you know, they weren't it was never not going to be a penalty. So again, like I said, VAR, yeah, they were right with it. I'm just everybody's kept sort of coming up and, and it's it's great, you know. Thanks for your comments. Uh keep them coming. Uh every time they they, they was touched, they fell to the floor. I mean that that's something that's part and parcel of the game. I mean, I actually at half time um I was invited on to um and good evening, Simpy. Thanks very much. Simpy's joined us, uh, another Arsenal fan, but is very supportive of the Foxes. Thank you for coming in, Simpy. Um and that's not that's not that's not being derogatory. That is his that it is his nickname just to <laughs> just to put it up here. Um but I, I was invited on on an Arsenal fans uh blog just to go on at half time, just to literally five minutes just to say what I thought of the game. Um and they they were saying that players don't get booked now and they go down too easy and and, and I, you know and as I said, how often does you know how many Premier League players would survive in a game of rugby union or rugby league? Very, very few of them. I mean, they're not built to, obviously, but yeah. you know, I mean, let's be honest with you, we have to be very, very careful. I think when you uh, look at accusing players of going down, you know, that how many, how, how many penalties of Jamie Vardy did he not play for? He's very clever at getting them, and I love the fact that he does that. You know, yeah. he, he plays for the penalty, yeah. and I love it every time he does. And and the, th- yeah. and the thing is, sorry to interrupt there, Chris. No. Um, um, the, the thing is as well, you, you, you're right, exactly what you're saying, because we we sit here and moan and say, oh, sometimes I, we, you just want to see them stay on their feet. They might... Um, good night, David. Good night, Dave. Um, you, know, you know, they might... They, they should stay on the feet. It's embarrassing they go down so mm. easily. Yeah, it's a foul, but they always make the most of it, and that's what does it. They should stand on the feet, but then you see the exact the same player goes and bees on honest John stays on his feet, and they're kicking lumps out of him. Doesn't get the penalty if they got the penalty for the same contact made. Whether he stays on his feet or not is regardless. If someone's kicking his shins, yeah, and he throws himself to the floor, and you're going to give a penalty if he gets his shins kicked, and then he, you know, still stays on his floor uh, on his feet. Give a penalty. Mm. You know, that's, that's if you don't have that consistency, players are still going to be raised, uh, developed, and taught contact go down. That's what yeah. they're raised upon. It's what they're shown. It's what they're built for, like you said. And that's why we got it. And yeah. we, we, we have players that do it. 
So, yeah. Brookline, Brooke I, I see. I, I take your point there, Brookline. Yeah, as, as what I was saying, he, he plays for the penalty. You know, he does faking it. I mean, is it is it right that a player when he's in the box plays for the penalty rather than plays to try and score a goal? You know. In 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 the, when I was a lad, as they say, when I was a lad and I was, and I played with real leather balls, and you know, you, you, players wouldn't have done that. Um, it was a gentleman's game then, but you know, I jest. But you know what you know what I mean. But they, they said it when I was on oh, when I was on Stephen's chat. Like, when do you ever see a player getting booked or sent off for diving? And I, I immediately said Jamie Vardy against Aston Villa, where in the season we won the Premier League. Um, he got sent off by John Moss, if I if I remember rightly. Um, West Ham. West Ham. Sorry, I I got the colour right. I got, got the colour right. Come on, come on. I'm still drunk from the from Saturday night. Um, I don't. But the problem you've got is that if you know if Jamie Vardy stays on his feet and kicks it wide, where they, oh, he should have gone down for a penalty. Oh, he, he pushed him. Why didn't he go down? Because if he doesn't go down, it's hard to give a penalty. Yeah, and and do you know what? The, the thing is as well, and I think that's kind of, in the weirdest way, it's kind of what's helped these players mm. in a way is, when you're extra, you know, you talked tonight, and it was a very good point, there could have been a lot more cards shown tonight. And I think these players, the theatrics that some of them go overboard with, you know, because, you know, I think what really gripes a fan is the most minimal contact. Yes, go down, sure, but don't roll around like a sniper's just hit you yeah. right in the shin bone from 50, from 50 miles, you know, 50, a mile away or whatever. It's ridiculous because I think if you do that as a player, a referee might see the original contact and that split second he's thinking, foul, I'm going to book him. And then he sees the player hit the deck and roll around. He must think, I was going to book him, but you're just an idiot. That's punishment enough. They've got a free kick. I think a referee generally might think that. You know, he sees a player and yeah. goes, oh, that's just show- That's embarrassing. They don't deserve a yellow card for that. That's embarrassing. Unless it's completely reckless and warranted the card, obviously, I will. But I think when it's a tussle that someone maybe leaves a foot in, they're more inclined not to give a foul because there's such an embarrassment of a reaction. Hit the deck, sure, but that's it. That's all you need to do. You don't need to roll around like a steamroller's just run over you and you're a tube of toothpaste. Yes. Um, Brookline makes it. Thank you for your comment there, Tony. Brookline makes the point, unless there's an I-die terms of service, say that you cannot speak badly of Jamie Vardy. That's the... That isn't our agreement, I'm afraid. It's in the fine print. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you found that, uh, have you, Brookline? We, 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 <laughs> we're not allowed to. The funny thing is, and that, that is a point, to be fair, and, and I've said this before, and I think you probably have as well, is that if it was any other player, possibly apart from Casper, uh, that was going through a bad patch like Jamie is at the moment, we're not scoring, and we've said this with Nacho, that if it went, you know, that long without scoring a goal, we would be crucifying in as fans. Jamie Vardy's kind of earned that respect and that time given time syndrome, if you like. Uh, yeah, he has, and that's just natural for fans to do that to a player. You you yeah. earn respect, don't you? As they say, you don't get yeah. given respect; you earn respect. And in the end, you do that with football. You earn the right to to at thirty four. To, 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 you know, to not be effective 100% of the time in 100% of the games. 
I can assure you now, we have seen week in, week out from Jamie Vardy, he does not stop. He didn't let his arm being in a weird cast style thing stop him, did it? So I no. don't think... I don't it, think... It started a fashion statement, that, didn't it? It's yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, the thing is, like you said, he's he's earned it. And it's not like he's been playing badly, right? Yes, he's been isolated in the game and sometimes he doesn't get the ball. He might only have six touches. But we've seen it time and time again. More times than not, he has, if, even if he has a really bad game and only gets, like I said, six touches, he scores a goal with it. Or he gets... Yeah. An, even in this bad run, I think he's got, what, six, seven assists? Or mm. something like that. He's been involved in a way that the that, that other players at times, when they're not on top, when they're not scoring goals or doing their main job properly, aren't doing the secondary job either. And mm. that's what it is. You know, Ian Acho has been brilliant. And given what Leicester fans said, he would need to show what he's capable of. The frustration was that we wanted him to take his chances and he wasn't always doing that. But yeah. his development, his time with the squad, his time under Brendan has been rewarded. And now he's earning that effort. And he's earning, you know, these games where, you know, he wasn't at his best in the FA Cup. Well, like mm. you said, if that had been in the actual coming on, you know, played two games all season, he'd have got crucified. But because he's yeah. earned the, four, the, the time, that's what you do. And Jamie Vardy's scoring mm. record has gone down. Yes. But Jamie Vardy, and I, I said this point, and you made it, Chris, and I'm sorry this is another typical long winder for me, but Jamie Vardy finds a way to influence the game. And as long as you're doing that, you're, you're going to get time with fans. If you're not doing that and yeah. you're underperforming in, in, in the ways that, that the players are, you're going to get given stick because fans are always going to see things extra that they want and demand from you because it's their club. Because, funny enough, football clubs were built by fans. That's just part and parcel of football. Can I... Uh, what was what was the question? Exactly. <laughs> I answered three questions and you only asked one, mate. I, I just do it in one for you. My, just, my next three gonna, answers uh, are yes and no. I'm just going to nod there and go, yeah, yeah, Brad, yeah. Because <laughs> I can't even remember what you know I what? I even you. got lost in my own point. I think I may have been questioning my head as well at some point. Can, can I just say, you you took a, dom, a Dominic um, Cummings diversion there, didn't you? With that I did, one, I'll I'm, tell I'm, you. I'll tell you. I could write a speech. You'd fall asleep to it. It helped with insomnia. Tony Cover makes a point there, and it is a very true, a good one. Fans made a difference to the referee in his decision-making. Yes, they did, and that might work in our favour. Because, I mean, as they said in the commentary at the end, uh, uh, yeah, Leicester's next game is against Tottenham, and Leicester will have fans there. That point was, yeah. you know, that was the comment. Yeah, and it, it, it's right. And again, they've always had, the fans have always had the influence. They're the biggest part of of this, the, of football in general, like I said just then, fans mm. are the reason cl clubs exist. They were built from them. They yeah. were made, the majority of at least, to my knowledge, I'm saying were made from, our, you know, working class citizens and put together by working class people. So when the fans are there, they make all the difference. And this was, I, I remember at some point in the commentary, I think one of the commentators turned around and went, it's a big occasion for the referee because they've gone so long without fans. It's how they handle 
it themselves because we know as fans we are intensely yeah. mean towards the ref. I mean, in in the nicest way possible, because I do not condone. First of all, I don't condone abuse against officials. I've done it. It's not easy to do that job. Uh, and I know we sometimes maybe do it as a jest. Are you starting the referees' union no. now as well as the goalkeepers' no. union? <laughs> but I will say, even I miss, even I've missed hearing, and I, I suppose in a funny way, some referees will have yeah. missed it, saying, you know, the referees are, you know, what, what, yes. what most people do on their own when they're alone in the bedroom. You know, them, them offences thrown at them. It's nice mm. that it has, I haven't heard too much abuse to the refs. In it from fans, but mm. it's one of those things where you, fans do have an influence. And you could hear person, right? as you're watching the game, you could hear, um, you know, the, 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 the you could tell they were at home, obviously, there's no Leicester fans there, but it, it's bound to it, it. We're human after all, and refs are human, and you know, maybe at the back of his mind, he's thinking, Oh, not sure about that, but oh, no, the crowd seemed to think it was, you know, but like yeah. I say, we've got that. We've got that next week. So, you know, let's net knock it and see what happens next week. David, we're pressing high early in the first half. I thought Manners and Perez were not quick enough to force a turnover to get Vardy in. When he and Nacho play together, dynamic is different. I mean, like I say, three games right. in a week, you yeah. know. And again, they said it on the commentary. Um, why, when we play on a Saturday, are we playing tonight? I mean, Chelsea played the day after us and had less preparation for the FA Cup, so can we yeah. really make yeah. Oh, no, 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 I'm not saying. I'm no, just... no, I yeah. understand the point. Why did we play? So I get it. Yeah. And maybe a day's break would have been, I don't think would have done either team any harm. It would have no. helped us probably been on a more level playing field. But, yeah. you know, it is what it is. We've, we've had this discussion pretty much all season haven't we mate about how close yeah. the games are but to go on to that end point of that comment that you just read out mate he was dead right and it's it, it, you know going back to the point about Nacho coming into form 18 goals in 20 games and suddenly earning a bit of time when he's not been at his yeah. best it's great to see isn't it that all of a sudden bringing being bringing Nacho on the bench is, is a good dynamic and it changed the game and made us positive. Something that wouldn't, wasn't happening three months ago for him, bless him. And now look at him. So, scored again tonight. That was a one thing to take. Yes. As well, well it, it, yeah, you, you know he was going to score. It's just how yeah. many. And it, quite unfortunately, it was, wasn't enough. I mean, they all they all look tired. Um, yeah. You know, you've got to think. I mean, let's, let's go back to right at the start of the season, how many players we were playing that were just not used to playing, you know, Christian Fuchs and um, Mendy. Uh, and Mendy and what have you. It's been a really hard season to judge, I think, anybody by, whether that's players or managers, because it's just been a season like no other. You know, I don't think... You know, and I know managers have been sacked and left and what have you this season, but I think it's really bad. And because it, it, it like I say, you just can't, it's not been a normal season. And I think what those players need, and I know we've got the Europeans and the African nations and all that. So, but I think the players do need to go off, have a rest. I'm really glad Madison's not going to the Euros, to be honest with you, because I think he needs that break and come back next season and show us the old Madison. Yeah, um, th there's a few players that 
um, haven't warranted going to the Euros. There'll be a few players that you know you you know you never want to you know as 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 a as an England fan that that we are and and who every support as a mm. nation, no matter what national child, you always want to you know you you have a little bit of sense of pride, don't you? When when your players get picked for internationals, I know we're very fond when Tillemans and Pratt and all that. We're getting and Castagne get named in the Belgian squad. You know, it's mm. right unless they're playing against England, where we don't want them to get injured, but we want England to, to win as England, as you know, being being an England supporter. But yeah, you know, some players haven't warranted, and some players, like you said, need it. It's probably a, a could be a blessing in disguise before a ball's kicked next season that players like Madison, Vardy, and Harvey Barnes and and that aren't there for their nations. Yes. And it, um, I've kind of avoided coming round to this, but I, I don't suppose I can really any longer. Um, Nacho came on, got one back for us as as Nacho does. You know, as you say, you, you know, Nacho's on, he's going to score, you know. Mm. And then we could have nicked an unlikely draw at the end if uh, a shot had been on target. Now, I have to be honest with you, I was actually looking away because I'd got the computer here and it was on the, I was watching it on the computer and I'd actually turned away to type something up on my screen and uh, and I missed it. Talk, talk, talk me through the miss. Oh, dear. You know... It was, um, you, it was uh, you that said you wanted to come on to it later. <laughs> I know, I know, because you know what? In a way, I almost felt sorry for him because obviously everything we said about the game, it was one of those mm. moments where, yeah, we were disappointed we lost. Yeah, we make, you know, credit on the, on the night of performance Chelsea deserved in the end, you know, deserved over the 93 points. But when... It's sod's law, isn't it? It's like Chilwell in the yeah. FA Cup. Desperate to do something against us over that final. Didn't get it done, got a lot of stick. Has been getting stick from Chelsea fans throughout the season. We've been the same with Perez. And the one chance he has to redeem himself and you just find yourself going, oh, for God's sake, Perez. We didn't think we could get the point, but you just blew the biggest chance ever. And it just, oh, I think it nearly hit. I think it nearly hit White Hart Lane. Yeah, the way you got contact on him, and you're thinking, and that it's nuts, isn't it? it just tells you, uh, you know, if that's in the actual, you're expecting to see the net ripple. If it's Vardy, the net ripples. But as soon as I saw the ball rise, I couldn't see who would hit it, and I just went to myself, that's Perez that's missed that. I know it is, and it was just like, you know, it's just sod's law, it has to be Perez, the ones that missed it, because anyone else, you kind of go, ah, oh, well, didn't get over it, sod's law. But Perez probably got a lot more stick for his miss tonight than any other player would have. Yes. And, and we wouldn't have deserved it at the end, would we? No, not at all. But I, I'd have laughed. I'd have laughed my arse off and, yes. and uh, had it gone in. And I think every Leicester fan... I don't think we... I think we'd have been banned on going Chelsea sites for a while had he scored <laughs> that. They definitely wouldn't want us on to talk about that. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's I... Yes, it, it 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 would, and you know, knowing football fans as we all are, Perez would have been man of the match, and uh, <laughs> and everybody on here would have been saying, "God, I've always said that Perez was good," you know. But uh, talking of man of the match, we're gonna have a look at who who it was, guys. Start mention um, if you're watching, start commenting on who you thought your man of the match was, um, because it was one of those 
talking points where we we'll probably will come up with four or five different names. We'll have a look at it straight after this. Leicester Till I Die TV, your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. Okay. <laughs> Ten seconds, I tell you every time, mate. At least we didn't oh, well. see your pajamas this time, you know. <laughs> but um uh, there we go. Great. So Alan Bennett did man of the match and player ratings and manager ratings. And I'm I'm not sure about this. And I say I'm very conscious with um, that he does it straight away when he's not had time to go away and think about it. Um so let me um, just bring it up here. And uh, he's gone for Nacho. Maybe that, that, that was the goal, possibly. And a five for the manager and a five for the team. Your thoughts, Brad? Um, I think it, I, I get a five rating because a five rating is one of them where it wasn't a bad performance, but it wasn't a good performance. I think, like a few people have, have said in the comment, they kind of agree on the consensus of what we've said tonight, Chris. It was an effort on tired legs. So you can't really give them uh, like a four or a three because I think that'd be harsh. And maybe a six. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, when you're looking for moments in that match that were a bright spark for Leicester, the goal was it. In all essence, if we're being honest, there was some resolute defending in the first half, but on the essence of the play, the only real note of of the game was Iniacho got us a goal and, and and kept us, you know, in with a shout in that game with enough with, with, with enough time to have created a couple of more chances and maybe have nicked it, but it wasn't to be. So yeah, I think a five is actually not too bad. This is actually probably a fair assessment of our performance. Like I said, the effort was definitely there. It's just it was laboured. It was on heavy, concrete legs, like you said. Like they were in mud. I'm I'm happy with his his instant ratings. To be honest with you, I think they're yeah. pretty spot on. Yeah. Um, let's just have a look here. Yeah, man of the match was David. Was uh, Nacho? Um, Brookline's gone for Soyuncu there. Um, actually, no, but no. Nobody was outstanding. No, yeah. you know, it, it literally, like I say, had we been, had we had a couple of weeks break for an international and nobody gone away, and then they produced that port of performance. But you know, yeah, we have to hard. think we, we've come on the back of winning the, you know, the, the the FA Cup. Let you know, let's have a look how it affects us because it is as tight as the old proverbial ducks up at the top there, isn't it, Brad? Yeah, it is, and we knew that. We knew what today's result meant in all three circumstances. It is what it is, but at the end of the day, Chelsea still have to win their last game um, of the season. Liverpool still have to win both of their games. And in the end, you know, Chelsea lose a point could be good enough for Leicester to take top four anyway. So, even though it's out of our hands in the t in the sense of we've got just as many games as Chelsea and when after and Liverpool have a game extra than us, it still I would say has us in a favour because we will be the team that has the home fans and yeah. I think if Wembley's anything to go by as a stretch of the imagination on on the noise our fans make, 
when they had both sets of fans there, they yeah. they they completely floored them for atmosphere. And Chelsea fans were ad- admitting in that we do that on 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 a game against Spurs. I still feel like we'll we'll get away with, with this result and 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 end the season top four. Brad. Not the best day at the office, um, no. but it's not, not been a bad weekend. Thanks very much for coming on. And uh, like I see we were keeping you awake before. <laughs> it's, been a long, it's been a long four days for some reason, mate. I yeah. can't understand why we've done so many videos. It's like we won an FA Cup or something. You, you, you'd, you'd, you'd wonder, wouldn't you? You'd have to sort of you ask yourself, yeah. you know. Yeah. And uh, maybe we've stayed up too late at night uh, watching too many replays on YouTube moments. Yeah, but, too many uh, sleepless nights beforehand as well. Uh, Simpy, thanks for joining us. Uh, see you as well. Um, and we will uh, we'll speak soon, mate. Um, Brad, I'll see you tomorrow night at nine o'clock. Yes, I will see you tomorrow night at nine o'clock. Make sure you wear a white rose so I recognise you. Yeah, I will do, mate. I will do. <laughs> or go around swinging the old incense, whatever, whatever Jesus yeah. is, he does. Brilliant, mate. Thanks very much. Take care. Stay safe. Yeah, take care, mate. Thank you. But thanks to Brad there. Um, well, <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? And we're all fans, and we do get annoyed when we lose. But, you know, I honestly think having won the FA Cup just two or three days ago, it did sweeten this. And as, as a few people have been saying, if it is fifth that we are to get, we have another year in the European Cup another year of our team progressing and getting used to it. Let's be honest, we could go and win the European Cup next year. Who knows? And then we'll be in the Champions League anyway. Yeah, It's all if sports maybes and uh, what you're going to do about it. But um, hey, we're going to be back. An extra show, nine o'clock. Um, and what will happen is we are going to have a prediction um, show. We're just going to try something new. And we're going to have a look at all the games that are due to be played on Sunday. And there's myself, Brad will be in with me. And then what we'll do is we'll have a look and um, see who's going to win what, where, and how teams may end up in the league. Guys, if you want to listen to this back or watch us back, it's YouTube, uh, Lesser Till I Die TV. Please give us a subscribe. We would love you forever. Um, and it's a subscribe in that bottom right-hand corner. Just give it a click, and it is great. And if you want to listen to us rather than watch us, give us an hour as well, probably tomorrow morning now. And we'll be on uh, your favorite podcast platform, including Anchor FM, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podcasts Addict, and of course, if you've got a smart speaker, just ask it to play Lester till I die. Wasn't to be tonight. We go again on Saturday. Um, whatever happens, there'll be fans there on Saturday, and we'll be parade. I put my teeth in before then. We'll be parading the cup in front of our fans. So it's not been a bad season, has it? See you tomorrow at nine. Good night. Be sure to watch Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube and follow all their social media platforms for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Some people are on the pitch. They think it's all over. It is battle.
Sports Social Podcast Network. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? A participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.